Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Athlete Fans Podcast, episode 30. I'm your host, Peter, and joined this week by my good friend, Gunnar. How are you doing, Gunnar? How are you doing, Peter? I'm doing very well, thank you. Fantastic. No Tom this week, he's on a scouting mission. But really, he's got a work course, so he couldn't make it. So, Gunnar, what we'll do is we will go on to the Fantasy Podcast page and go through our top three. The top three as it stands is number one, no move, Wolf Tone, Tony McClenney, 115. So that is him sitting at the top. Second, Conquering Lines. And third, up to third, is you yourself, Gunnar. Los Pimentores with 129, which was also the highest game weeks go of the week. So there you go. We shout out for in the top three and the highest game weeks go. Nice, yeah. I had a wee look yesterday at, uh, at the highest game we score. It was nice uh, that I managed to get that as well. Yeah, into the top three in our fantasy podcast league. That's nice. That's nice. You've been there before. You can back out it, but you, have you been there before? Is that the first time? Like you were in it earlier on, were you not? I'm not sure if that was the FPL or if that was on the Scottish one. We'll, we'll get to that later. You can post to that one as well. Right, you better talk us for your points for the double game week. Yeah, so overall, the 129 points. I played my bench boost, uh, my starting level. Starting 11 in goal, I had Stridjek, the Livy goalie, 14 points overall. Seven from Barisic, Captain Tavernier, 14 points. Guthrie got me seven points, uh, as well as Goldson and Ayer, also seven points. Turnbull, 10 points, three points of Ferguson. Just a one point from Nisbet. Uh, Devante Cole, he managed to get me nine points. Then a vice-captain, Otson Edward, 28 points. That was the play of the game week, uh, if I may say so. And then, because I played the bench boost, it was Marciano for nine points, Mullen for six, Hedges four, and um, Jamie McGrath for three points. Okay. Tom had 74 points, so I'll say it again. I said last week, Tom, if this was a cut week, you were out, son. But then again, if I played good, I was out. But it's not a cut week. Right, my 95 points came from Anakin Goals from St. Martin, who they sent off in the second game, so wiped out his first game points, so nothing for him. Barisic 7, Goldston 7, Tavernier 7, a vice-captain Guthrie, so I had 12 points for him, McGregor 7, a captain Turnbull, so 20 points for Turnbull, Mullen 6, Robinson 4, Oakley 4, Brophy 2, that's not really worked out at all, Nisbet 1, Ferguson 3, Hoban 6, and Marciano 9, so that's my 95. If Tav would have returned, I may have got over 100, but I didn't, but so far going on that, is is this the first 100 plus of the podcast so far? I think, I think it might be the second one, but it's definitely the highest score that I've had so far in the game. Okay, okay. So, the cup has been drawn, it has been made. If, you, if you're if you in the cup and you haven't listened yet, 
Check your feed. The last podcast was a cup draw. Over the space of the weekend, Gunnar's working on some art, and we'll have all the cup draw out there so you can see your route to the final. We've done it in sections four, so you can basically see it's like American style, the bracket, where you have to win that section to get through to the semi. You know your route to the final. You know who you play the next round. I've wrote who you're playing with. Well, Gunnar will do this up, obviously, with your app, so you can see who you're playing, so you can interact with the person you want. Trash talk. I've seen you in Sutton. They started this on you in the chat. Have you got a trash Yeah, I'm, I'm already gathering my hooligans to, <laughs> to for the away to, uh, for the away game at uh, Sutty football. Yeah. So we get up. You can trash talk who you're playing. Also, like I said before, use the hashtag #HHFPCup, and that way you can keep track of Delson Cup as well. And also that just a reminder that it's game week 32, so you've got plenty of time to get a team sorted for it. And right before a wild card as well. So it should be interesting that the events come in the cup. Right, we have no topic because obviously there's a lot of games covering this week. So we're going to go to stats. Do I get your start out of the way first, Gunnar? My start of the week. Uh, I need to find it here now. Do you want me to go first yeah. time while you're right now? Yeah. Right. Yep. This is Tom's stat, right? So Lovey had have had four clean sheets in the last five league games. So he's done the start with a question here as well. And since I'm not in the pod, my question is, with the rotation risk around the Livingston attackers, would you look at the Livingston defence double up given their current form? And I'm quite sure you've got double up in you because you have got Guffrey and Strichek, the keeper. Yeah. Quite happy with that? Yeah, I've I seen the question and I was thinking if you if you go for a double up, then I think the goalie, that's that's your safest bet, especially now with the um, rotation that we see in, in the Livy side. Um, since I brought him in, I'm, I'm really happy with the points return that I've got from him. Yeah, I mean, a few weeks ago, we were actually talking about maybe getting him out to get somebody else in, but the fact you've had other fires to fight, you've, it's worked out for you. Exactly, yeah. I brought him in. Uh, just I think I had a free transfer for, for a goalie that went out on loan to somewhere, and, and then I brought him in with the look ahead to the bench boost there and Livy having all these double game weeks. But, yeah, I was, I've been thinking of taking him out, but, but he's returned a few weeks now, and... I think he's staying with the form they're in. And for Livy as well, I think he's a big up- upgrade on McCrory. Yeah. Uh, like, well, I think like Tom, I've got Robinson and Mullen in midfield and I've got Guffrey at the back. Guffrey's carrying up, but once he gets back fit, Guffrey will play. So I've no issue with Guffrey. I think Devlin's another one that's nailed on at the back. But it's whether mm-hmm. you want to stick with the Livingston double up right now while they're keeping this fantastic form. I don't see the form drop them off, mind you, but I think they'll keep this form up to the end of the season. I think they'll be quite a solid team to beat, quite good defensively. And Robinson, who looked like a good, good option because he was out of position playing up front, now his game time is not so much. So it will something I will look at it, maybe transfer to transfer. But again, with this game, you only get one transfer a week. So you can't, you've got more fires to fight your team. The time you get out to it, it'll probably be too late. Week 33, week 34. Yeah, that's also the thing with the goalkeeper. So if I, if I wanted to bring in another outfield player from Livingston, I would have to take a minus four. Uh, just to free up that spot there that the goalie takes up. So for now, I'm just going to stick with what I have. Okay, right. Your start? My start of the week is actually uh, from the game itself. They tweeted out uh, after the Celtic game that was Otson Edward. He scored more than one goal in a single game for the first time since game week one. That's an indictment of Celtic season, isn't it, really? In Edward's form. Ah, it's picking up now, though. Yeah, because there's no pressure down the league's over. <laughs> <laughs> Staying on Celtic, we'll go to the results. First up, Celtic once in Murn 2. Edward goal, McGregor assist in first Murn. It was Dennis goal, Dermis goal, and a Connolly and McAllister assist each. So thoughts on this bin fire of a game, Gunnar? 
So the first thing that I have in my note is Ayer at right back isn't working. I know they've they signed a right back now since, um, but it's not really that Ayer isn't, isn't working at right back. It's more that Shane Duffy isn't working at centre half. So they need Ayer to, to, to play there. It's just not working full stop, Shane Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they, but they signed, uh, what is it, John Joe Kenny? John Joe Kenny, yeah. on loan. Who I'm pretty much sure will be guaranteed nailed because part of these terms is alone would be game time. I'm assuming that would be the case. Or he wouldn't come up here. I think also for Everton, they're probably only sending him out, out on loan if, if he's been guaranteed game time from Celtic there. Um, yeah, we, we said it just now, Edward, he's sitting in some kind of form now, which is good for fantasy because he's still one of the most expensive assets in the game. I brought him in a few weeks ago and I held on to him just because I didn't know what other strike could go for and Celtic have these double game weeks coming up. Uh, even, even though they lost the game, at least he, he got a goal there. I want to mention the I sent it in our chat the, the strangely taken corner at two one down where they had Griffiths and Turnbull standing over the corner. I've not seen anything like that before. You know it from free kicks where where they you know where, they, where they're trying to mess with the opponents, but I've not seen it from a from a corner before. I would rather have another you know, man in the box. The only thing I can think is they're, they're trying to pretend it was going to be a short corner. You know, like the kick it and then do something for the tactical. It just looked right. like it looked. You know what I mean? Like they do the whole. Short corner and try something different. Of course, yeah. Pull defense out. Didn't come anything. I just found it, as you said, I just found it very strange to see what they were trying to do. Especially mm-hmm. when one of them was a striker. One was he one was Griffiths, wasn't it? Was that right? Yeah. That's your one less striker in the box as well. It's another tap. Then you, that, <laughs> you go. You got Turnbull standing over that corner with Griffiths. And I mean, we all have Turnbull in our teams because he's so good from set pieces. And then you like you say, you see the striker standing over him over the corner with him there. I don't know. Like I say, I've not seen that, that, that one before. What I've seen before, though, uh, is Christie just wildly hitting shots left, right and centre and not even hitting the target. So uh, that's that's one of the points here in my notes as well. He's so annoying to watch and he's just hitting it over and over again. Like At least Turnbull, you know, he, he gets it on target and he gets a couple of returns from him, uh, from it. But, but yeah, Christy, the returns for Christie are a lot, few and far between, you know. Christie was like Turnbull about mm. 18 months ago. This is, I think, a regression because of the coaching staff. I know we've got off tangent again here, as I like to do a week with Celtic, but if Neil, Christie's going to be off ski anyway, I mean, sorry, Christie will go in the summer, but is he a better coach? Probably get better out of Christie. I think he's been, I think he's been given the instruction, if you see goal, shoot. Because Len likes shots and goal. Doesn't mean anything because he's not going to target. Whereas Turnbull's come in and he's been great and I just hope that Lennon's away for next season because I can see Turnbull's quickly becoming the same kind of player Trist is, given a wrong style of coaching and, and management. That's me. Mm. But on the game, that was St Mirren's first win at Parkhead for 30 years. Well deserved, by the way, and it could have been more. I thought Celtic were atrocious, and I don't know what else to say. St Mirren have looked pretty decent the last couple of game weeks. They're going to be firmly in the bottom six, and I'm going to have to have a look at some of these players come the second oil card to keep an eye on this coming forward because it could be some cheap assets to get in there to complement the team you've got going on. Aye. Next up, Gunnar, Dunyard Nil, Hibs two. So McGregor goal, Boyle goal, Irvin with two assists. That's two assists through a new signing and a clean sheet from Hibs. Thoughts on this game? Yeah, the new boy you just mentioned him, Irvin, two assists. You said he's a former Celtic youth player. Yeah, came through a rank ship. The goal that McGregor scored, he just leathered it in and, and true secrets. He had absolutely no chance. 
I thought you could see it's really good for hips that Marciano's back in goal. He gives them a bit more solidity at the back. And just, I think they trust the goalie more than, than whoever they have in there when, when he was injured. I think there was a blatant handball not given for Don United. At, at least one. There was some, some calamitous refereeing this weekend uh, in Scotland, if I may say so. A uh, couple of scenes that I've seen. I don't know if there's goal, goal line technology. There's definitely no VAR. Um, some of these technical things might have helped the referees in, in a few of those decisions. And um, Boyle scored a goal. He did score one in the in the other game than he had that, in more, the double game. More, on, more well. on Boyle later, Fendi kept him well done. Exactly. And um, that's what I have so far on, 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 on that game. See, watching the game, I don't know again if Hibs have improved Mm. Uh, United just look that terrible a bit like that later on with the Kilmarnock game against Celtic United seem to be on a really slippery slope down the hill and they, they offer nothing I remember at the start of the season we, well, even at the start, we discussed this on the pod they look like a team who would come out go for it and they're going to do enough through the stage of the season that they'll keep themselves up because they're having a go against some teams they'll get the points they'll get the win here and a draw here and they'll keep themselves up but recently they're not very good at all. And I follow quite a few United fans on Twitter and they are not happy with the manager. So do you think United could easily slip into a relegation battle? See, I was, I was going to ask you in return that you say we were expecting them to, to have a go in, in a few of these games and then at least be, be safe, not be relegated. But the form they're in at the minute, they, they lack ideas in my opinion. There's no real transition play and... Some of the goals they scored recently as well, like Shanklin hitting it from 30 yards out and it's going in and stuff. Yeah, it's a nice goal, but like you won't get those chances every week. And at the minute, I, I, I don't see uh, how Dunn United are going to turn around their form. There's nothing to suggest that it's going to get better. Um, but it's because I think there might be a wee shock sacking before the end of the season and we shouldn't be surprised because people go, oh, they're just stopped. What are they expecting? It's like you can see it when you, if you watch it from months back, the way they're playing there, they're going nosediving in the wrong direction. That's mm. a wee point in case it happens. Next up, oh, another nice segue, speaking of sackings or designings, Kilmarnock 2, St. Johnson 3. St. Johnson came behind to beat Kilmarnock. This was the game that Alex Dyer resigned, mutually left after this game. So, Buck goal, Tishpula goal, Kabamba to assist. Hey, that's all... Scottish game there, named big names. That's three players he's wanted for Kilmarnock assets, apart from Kelly, obviously. And for St. Johnson, Mohammed goal, Davidson goal, McCann goal, Kane assist, and two assists for Mohammed. Good one. Yeah, you already said it there. The first thing in my notes that I have is Burke and Kabamba combining for, for goals. It's like game week five or six all over again. <laughs> We've had that at the start of the game. We've not seen it for a while. Uh, Tom is probably happy about Guy Melamed turning it on. Now one goal, two assists in, in this game. Did he bring him in? I don't he did, but... I don't know if he if he did, but he was banging his drum. You know, he, he still had him on the watch list, I think. I don't think he did, but his point's been so low at 74, I don't think he did. Right, okay. The set piece to the defendant from Kelly, absolutely atrocious. Uh, they also play like a team who's, who's short of ideas, who don't know what to do with the ball, no transition play. And then uh, we're going to come on to that when we speak about the second Celtic game. They they made it so easy for Celtic in that game. There's just nothing. Just like Burke. Burke tries a couple of things still. But overall, uh, I, I think he's their best player, but it's, it's not enough having one good player. And he's 37 years old. Yep. 
Kilmarnock strike me the exact same time, same type of team and scenario as Dungeon United. They're slowly, surely going down that table. And this goes to the point again, uh, teams like Ross County changed their manager, Livingston changed their manager, and now you could not even, you wouldn't even look at them and go, they're in danger of going down, they're going the right direction. I know Ross mm-hmm. County's further down the table than Livingston, fair enough, but they look like they're going the right direction. Motherwell, another one, going the right direction, whereas they took like the free fall. At least Livingston made the change. Depends who they bring in, but to try to save the season, or they could be down there with the United and Hamilton, Alex. I mean, for Kilmarnock, what I've heard, they're looking at Robinson, who's just left uh, Motherwell. That's a good appointment, I think. I think so as well. I for, think for them, for them it's, they don't really have the funds to, to you know, price someone away from like someone who's in a good job, so they need to take someone who's free. So I would have thought his stock would have been higher than that, mind you, because he had a couple of good seasons, mm. Motherwell. But then maybe there isn't as much interest as he thinks. Scottish football's a bit of backwater, isn't it? It's like... Maybe I'll have to take a cyber, a cyber step and try to do it again. I don't know. If that big an appointment for him, I think. The last game of the Saturday games was Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. I'm pretty sure we're all happy with this one because it was a nil-nil. So clean sheets of ahoy. Not much to say. I thought Livingston were the better team. Had more dangerous. But what's your thoughts on this game, Gunnar? Yeah, like I said, when I read out my points, Strijek, he's just plucking along nicely for points. And as I've also said, he's a big upgrade for Livy on McCrory. Mm, to be fair, I think Joe Lewis, he had a good game. He, he made a good few saves. And um, Johnny Hayes, he had a big chance missed for Aberdeen. See, this is me doing the big chances when Tom isn't here. <laughs> in the highlights, it looked it looked a good open game. I would say, albeit nil-nil in the end. Uh, decent watch. But uh, well, we, we've had to return. We had to rematch from that uh, just a couple of days later. Huh? That's the next game up. Aberdeen nil, Livingston 2. A Lewis own goal after you give him praise, he just made a complete well racket of it. Devlin yep. goal, Mullen assist, and a clean Livingston as they match on again. And this game again, it could have been a lot more. Livingston were just steamrolling Aberdeen. Yep, we praised him just now, but Joe Lewis uh, for the own goal, absolute howler from him. And overall, I thought uh, this game he looked really shaky. Uh, I mentioned it last part where he sometimes has this that. He's supposed to be this really solid keeper, but then he just throws us into his own net. Uh, I think it was the second goal. Yeah, it must have been the second goal. Pinpoint cross oh, from Muslin to, yeah. to Devlin. Yeah, uh, c- completely unmarked in the box. And uh, yeah, free goal, basically. Jet, he hit another one of his trademarks where he runs forwards, doesn't have a pass open, completely out of breath. And then he just hits it from, <laughs> from outside the box. Honestly, if you watch that, uh, even if I if I just watch the highlights, whenever he plays, once a game at least he tries something like that. And I think it's a, it has come off for him once already. But uh, yeah, if you look out for that, he does it once a game. And then also, no goal line technology meant no goal for uh, Lewis Ferguson. Wasn't too bad. I took him out, so I wasn't bothered with that one. Ah, see, uh, I still have him. <laughs> and also, we lost. Still haven't taken him out. Just a lies on the bench. He's not because of space, because the bench was talking rubbish. Right. Three points. And also Guffrey off injured in this game. So I can see him going forward. Do you wait and see, listen to the press over the weekend? Well, in in a way, he, he might be a concern, but he's so cheap and he's like, I think he's everyone's fifth choice mid- midfielder, uh, defender, and he's been picking up points. So I'm not going to transfer him out. I transferred out the lad Henderson from St. Mirren when I seen him benched there in the, in the second week then. And I don't have a non-playing player at the time so of recording. 
So if Guthrie is out, he'll take over that role That's and then hopefully he'll be back the week after. Good way to play it. If he plays, he plays. You want him playing. If he doesn't, then base off the bench. Yeah. Next up, St. Mirren 1, Hibs 2. A Anik red card, a weaker goal, Connolly assist. And for Hibs, it was a Portis goal, a Boyle goal and a Boyle assist. And I praised St. Mirren last time. I thought St. Mirren looked better when they were, what, 30, 10 men. I know Hibs won the game, but watching the highlights, I, I, I still don't see Hibs... I mean, they've, they've won two games of trot. I'm sure they kind of complain, but they just don't look like they're free-flowing well-oiled yet. Yeah, I agree. The hips definitely look like they have another gear or two to, to turn it up. But then again, they're, they're winning these kind of games, even when it's close. But St. Merlin were down to 10 men playing their second keeper. In return, that's hips now up to third in, in the table. Boyle, he seems to come into some kind of form again. Goal and assist in this game. Also, the keeper being sent off, he wasn't really helped by the back pass to him. So... Not, not really much he can do. He was going for the ball there and missed it. Porteous, he was left out in the game before that same, same as Nisbet. I think they were benched with rumors uh, of them being like leaving the club. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't. Uh, Nisbet didn't, didn't either. He was rumored to go to Birmingham, put in a transfer request. But for the two of them, I think it's just they uh, need to put the head down now and uh, play, play as well as they did in the, in the first half of the season and just take it from there. See, see, on that, I think Hibs are quite right. Now, I know it's a stepping stone for clubs, but see if Nisbet stays into the season, gets his head down, like you said, plays well, and the chance he makes the Scottish squad for the Euros, then he'll be at a higher standard and Hibs will be able to demand more money from him. Maybe that's what they're thinking as well. Listen, don't go around. You can go to maybe a, a championship, top five, six club, or a low-prem club if you perform at the end of the season and then go to the Euros and get his squad. I mean, I've heard something that that it might have been money wages related as well for for this bit. Obviously, wages are going to be and signing on fees are going to be higher in the Championship than they are in the Scottish Premiership. But he's only been there for half a season. You know, I think, uh, and it might have been different if he if he already been there for, for a season and a half and he got the offer now from the Championship. Then they they might have let him go even, and he might have seen that as a better chance and like being going to the Euros as well, but him just being there for half a season, probably for the club, it wasn't the right time. They would have had to get a replacement. Him, Deutsch, he isn't really firing at the minute. And what are you going to do with three million in the bank on, on transfer deadline day and you can't bring anyone in? You know, that, that three million isn't going to score you goals. Correct. Next up, Kamarnock now, Celtic 4. We're back, baby. We're back. Aye. Brown goal, Edouard two goals, one for a penalty, a goal for a Jetty, Turnbull two assists, a Brown assist, and a clean feet, clean sheet for Celtic. Now, I tried to watch this game in isolation rather than like the whole bin fire that's been the last couple of weeks. And we played Celtic, sorry, played a lot better than they have been playing. But I just still see to see it's the same old Celtic. It's Flaring's tactics against flat flat track bullies. They're playing the bottom six teams. Then you should win. The running. If I said to you last year, or you may have watched it last year, clearly Kilmarnock won the hardest pitches, and winning four now is a great result, but it doesn't mean anything. But fantasy wise, it's good. Obviously, I suppose that way. I just don't. Kilmarnock looked atrocious. You mentioned it earlier on. They had like zero, literally zero idea that we were doing, and it just that's kind of game Celtic needed at that at that stage, I suppose. And Edwards would come back. Tom will look good. From a personal point of view, 
I just didn't like the fact that Brown looked good because then I could vindicate Lennon go, that's I'm staying in the team now. But that's neither here nor there, really. But what's your thoughts on the game? Well, I couldn't believe it at first when I when I looked at the highlights or when I looked at the, the goal scorers and assists after the game and it was Scott Brown with a goal and an assist. I was like, here we go. Is he going to be an, a fantasy option now? Um, but but it's like you said, the first thing in my notes is I thought Killy made it really, really easy for Celtic. Like you say, last season it would have been a difficult ground to go to. But Killy, they, they look in absolute disarray. They need a proper manager in and they need one in soon and he needs to turn it around. But I think if Celtic had played a team who had a, who knows how to transition play and maybe who, who know how to play a counter-attack and maybe put a set piece in, then it would have been a different story. It wouldn't have been so easy for, for Celtic as it might have looked now. We'll see the next fixture coming because I've played a well-organized team with a new manager next. But anyway... On to Wednesday's results last night. Hamilton won, Ross County 2. Kelly on goal for Hamilton. White goal, Mackay goal. Rarer spotted Mackay goal for Ross County. Naismith assist and a white assist. And Ross County come back from... They were behind, when they? Come back to behind, they won 2-1. Thoughts the game? So, yeah, I missed that game. That's the only one I don't have any notes on. But you mentioned Billy Mackay, and that must have been his, his first goal now since game week two. Yep. Was this uh, Tom's stat for last week? Or was it your stat? I think it was my start, yeah. There you go, he's back. He's start with somebody getting a dig at you for winding him up. <laughs> uh, Hamilton took the lead to the highlights of what I saw, but Ross County, again, another team who's playing well for the manager. They did not stop. They did not. They kept on going, kept on going, and they got their justly deserved 2 1 victory. Hamilton, again, another team you can, you can put in with your uh, Kelly's done United, who are going to have a struggle into the season. And I know I said it before, don't count them out, but this could be a season too far for Hamilton, I think. But we'll wait and see. They get more rubbish to play against the bottom six. I mean, yeah, the fixtures. Yeah. I mean, the, the the fixtures for Hamilton. They, they look really tough. It's Rangers and Livy now in the double game week. Motherwell, new managers against St Mirren as well. Then in the next double game week. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough run for Hamilton. It's not going to get easier. Yep, I took about weeks ago, but I also noticed asset wise, Callahan has not been returning at all after a nice piece. He's been really points. quiet. Yeah, been really quiet. So I'm glad he's out of my team. And I know we've got a double game week coming up soon. He's ticker Hamilton. Is this week into it? It's a two in the trot, and I've got no inclination to bring any Hamilton players on at all because nope. what's the point? <laughs> right, and next after that is Motherwell 2, Dundated 1, Cole goal, long goal, a Cole assist, an Edwards goal, and a Sprawl assist. Gonna, if you're still on me. See, so, yeah, I wish I was. Let's start with a special mention then for, for Adrian Spurler. He should have probably made it 2 2 right at the death. Uh, had, had a big chance there uh, but he didn't so 2-1 for Motherwell Cole he got a goal and assist in this game as well uh, that's in, in this double game week that was two goals and assists for Cole so that was a good play and well I thought in the first half Motherwell really took the game to Dundee United and then uh, took the sting out of the game a little bit and 2-1 I think is a good result for, for Motherwell as well And but we spoke about Dundee United before and it's just it's, it's the same again it's, Shot of ideas, and I don't see them like I, I don't even see a player that you put into that team and then go, Oh, yeah, now it's gonna click. It's it's just it's so much that isn't really working together, in my opinion. See, just again, it's just it's been can I keep my eye on this? Granted, this bottom six split, if the form keeps up against you, the wanting teams players playing against these teams, you want to go, like, Well, Dunyan are, are, are terrible, Hamilton's terrible. Kilmarnock's terrible. 
But who's going to be playing them? Well, it's going to be St Mirren players, potentially. It's going to be Motherwell players, potentially. So there's a nice route into maybe some points. Ross County as well. Into the, into the kind of, if the teams are, then again, what happens in this bottom six is teams will start fighting for their lives because their life depends on it and the form can uptake as well. So, something to see. And the last stop, the champions elect, our champions in waiting. Rangers once, John Snell, Hadji goal, Jack assist and a clean sheet. Rangers not, not at their best, where I can see for highlights, but again, got the win, 1-0, move on. Yeah, grinding out results. They needed a really good goal from Hadji. What a stunner. He drives into the midfield there from the right and uh, puts it in. Like, even, even if they're not at their best, they're, they're getting these 1-0 uh, results and... Once again, it's exactly what I expected before the game. Maybe not the, the, the scoreline being being so low, but I didn't see any other result than a Rangers win in this game. And you're like, yes, that was uh, Gerard's 100th one as a Rangers manager. Your hero there. Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> right, on to predictions. Again, another terrible week for us. Uh, as it stood, it was 29, 15 and 33. In fact, I think a lot good week for Tom, actually. I get one point. Let me have a look to see who it's for. For Motherwell beating on United, the wrong score. You get zero, Gunnery, all of them wrong. Tom got the Hibs beating St. Mern, correct three points, and one for Motherwell, so Tom four points. So as it stands, it is 30 me, Tom 19, you're still leading on, on 33. So again, coming up, it's another double game week. So we ask you to predict. I'll read the games out the first bit three games, right? So we Celtic vs Motherwell, Hibs vs Aberdeen, Livingston St Johnson, Ross County Dundee United, St Mirren Kilmarnock, Hamilton Rangers. Double game weeks are Livingston vs Hamilton, Kilmarnock vs Motherwell, and St Mirren vs Celtic. So some good fixtures in there. So first of all, we ask you to predict Hibs vs Aberdeen, and me and Tom have both went nil nil. One all draw. Right. Next up is St Mirren Kilmarnock. I went 3-1 St Mirren. Thomas went 2-1 St Mirren. 2-0 St Mirren. And the last up is Hamilton versus Rangers. I went 5-0. Thomas went 4-0. And that's Rangers, by the way. Just for any confusion there. Well, I'm going to go 6-0 then. Oh, Jesus. Eh? You and Stevie G. Get a room. <laughs> Right, so this cover up is now the transfers, captains, vice captains. So, transfers wise, I'll go first. I have took out Hoban and I brought in John Joe Kenny from Celtic. We discussed it earlier on. I think he's going to be nailed. I'm hoping he's nailed the rest of the season at right back. That gives the chances at clean sheets, good to play every game, hopefully. And if Celtic get that better rhythm going, he will be going further up the pitch. So, that's to me for Hoban. What's your thoughts? I like that. Do you think if he goes uh, to right back and Ayer drops back into centre half, would, would would that see Duffy drop to the bench? Well, he played Walsh and, and Ayer hmm. the other night. I, I think he's preferred but two would be Ayer and Beaton if he's fit. But then Duffy didn't play last night. He played Walsh. So maybe the Duffy's just now not going to have any sort of game time. But Ayer's definitely going to be playing every game. So if you've got him, he's nailed Ayer. Why? Uh, just one uh, other. So I, I personally think it would be Beaton as, as Lennon's first choice, and then it would be maybe Walsh or Duffy, depending. Well, I wasn't even asking for Ayer. I was just thinking if Duffy's bench, that'll increase Celtic's chances for a clean sheet. <laughs> well, yeah, it would. Um, but there you get Bainey. There you get Bainey at the back. He just 
<laughs> the hologram that is Scott Bain. Well, it doesn't even matter who they have in goal. Barkas or Bain, they're just equally as as afraid of catching a ball as, as the other. But looking at my team, um, if I had another bench boost, I'd probably play another bench boost because I could have 15 players with decent fixtures again. I was thinking of taking Devante Cole out, but he does have a double game week and one of them is against Killy, so I can definitely see him score there. I don't know so much about Celtic. Uh, it'll probably be the week where one of either Hedges or Ferguson is going to go. It, yep, your chance for, to do it. Playing Hebs, difficult fixture. Exactly. So, yeah, it's going to be Hedges out, and I might jump on the Martin Boyle train again, actually. Mm. Right. I've You've won't get rid of Devante Cole, maybe. I'm thinking about getting, taking a hit for Devante Cole, bringing him in. That's what I was oh, thinking okay. Uh, also, well, they have the, Hamilton after the double game week. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Night. That's what I think. And see, because I've brought, I could get in this, but for one week, two weeks, because he's seen to be bench, he's seen to be in a half, and then bring him back in the fixtures turn again. He's only played 54 minutes in the last game as well, and then he was benched the game before. Yeah, you're right. You think if he gets head in his place, he'll play, but then he's playing Aberdeen next, so I'm not 100% sure he'll score anyway. Aberdeen's quite solid at the back. You're thinking about taking out Hedges or Ferguson? You've got three Livingston players, haven't you? I mean, so that's the two Aberdeen players I had. Uh, I was thinking about Ferguson because, well, he wasn't on penalties and, uh, well, he wasn't really performing. But now with Cosgrove out, he might be back on penalties then. Yeah, <laughs> yep. he might be back on penalties then. So Ferguson's staying and Hedges, well, something he plays this like right wing back role and like. Once again, watching the highlights, he's been he's the player who's been called for the most. It's just hedges, hedges, hedges. So he, I don't know if he never listens or if he just does his own thing, but he hasn't returned in a few weeks now. So, yeah, he can go. He starts there quite often at fullback position, but then the game develops. He came a, mm-hmm. comes into midfield. So I said that a couple weeks ago, and Tom's like, I, don't, I didn't really see it, but he does. He starts in the right, but the right wing back, then as the game proceeds, he kind of pulls into the midfield role. Strange kind of tactics. Yeah, it makes me wonder why he just doesn't start in the number 10 or like further, further up uh, anybody because like just watching the highlights, he always ends up there on the edge of the box, but he starts the game at this right wing-back role. So it, it's definitely the game plan, but just starting further further forward anyway. Like I'm just looking at double game week players here. I'm thinking of them who'd stand out to bring in. I mean, you've, I take it you've got three Celtic players on your team? Got three Celtic. I've got three Rangers and, well, including Guthrie, who's flagged. Uh, I've got three Livy. So then you don't want to stand yeah. like you said, is light for light with the boil. You want more attack returns. I mean, it's unless you don't really, you're not going to touch a Hamilton player, really. Nope. Marnock, not in form. See, Marn would only be maybe McGrath. I don't know if you should have fingers popping that man already. See, I've got the McGrath. <laughs> I've got the McGrath. Uh, I had him before, then I took him out. And now with Henderson uh, being, being like on the bench, I used that and brought McGrath in, I think, two weeks ago. But well, I've only ever played him now in the bench boost. He hasn't started for me or came on like came off the bench yet. Yeah, well, I understand. That's a fair enough, fair enough decision. Then there's none else stands out to me to bring in. Right, I'll take it's going to be an easy one this week. They are playing Rangers. Unless you're going to go for a double up player, captain or vice captain? Is it the Rangers? Barisic, Golson. Well, my captain is Tavernier, but I've just had great returns from Watson Edward. He's playing Motherwell in St. Mirren. Oh, they've played two games yet. Well, that's a good shout. So at the moment, he still has my vice captain. But like you say, I mean, my, my prediction is 6-0 for Rangers. Yeah, you got to back that up, you know? <laughs> uh, cheeky vice captain there for Barisic or Golson. 
it's just because Celtic played twice, but it's, mm-hmm. it's tough to say because yes, they won the game against Kilmarnock for nil, but it was against a Kilmarnock side who's, who's completely shot of confidence. So I, I, I don't know how much we, we can actually like take take from that game and now say like Celtic are back back in form, especially playing against Motherwell now with the new manager. So Marin beat them already just a few weeks ago. So yeah, it's a tough decision this week. Yep, I've got captain to have here, I think, and I. It's sitting right now on Kenny, John Joe Kenny, vice captain, mm-hmm. right now, because I'm thinking if the worst case scenario, well, best case scenario, they could get two clean sheets, and that's yep. two better than one. But then it could be like, well, Celtic could throw it away. It's a, I'll think about it over the weekend, or sorry, for the weekend. It's, something, it's a risk we may have to take to try to catch some points. Right, Twitter, Tom, Twitter, Tom, Tom's leaving here. Twitter, going to go to questions before we head on, you bit FPL chat before we finish up. So, what was the question this week? Blah, blah, blah. First question was from Mark, but it was Toynton993. How do you find out how you've done versus your opponent in the cup? So I replied to him in the Twitter, but I'll see it's him to get here as well. We'll be posting a draw on Twitter either today or tomorrow or the weekend. Gunnar, you're going to be on top of that. You'll see who you've got. You can tweet back and forth from a bit of what they mentioned. Come into the game week. We'll be checking the scores off and updating, and we'll post updated results and the draw future on for that. Happy with that? Oh, aye. Yeah, it needs, a, it needs a bit of help from the players who've entered uh, the cup but I think if everyone wants to make it work then it's going to be a good thing yep I can always I'll be direct messages I've got everything in the list anyway after the game get the scores in screenshot your photos and we can update it as quick as possible the next round update it the next week coming up as I said before the first round will probably be the hardest round we get through the first round the rest should be a doddle right. fingers crossed right next up is from Palish Ash a Palish Ash a Palish Scout what to do with Alan Forrest and Jack Alnwick? Well, Alnwick, he's been red-carded, so he's definitely going to miss the one game, if not two, all right? I think it's only one. I'm not too sure. Was that a straight red? It was a straight red, yeah. Maybe two then. But anyway. I mean, the, the, the games aren't easy anyway. They're playing similar and keep a red. I only brought him yeah. in because he had four double game weeks. That was my intention. So the first week, he got no points. The second week, he's going up with right. no points again because he won't play. So it's better you stick with him for the next two game weeks and hope we get at least one or two clean sheets. Otherwise, it's been a total wrong move. Yeah, I mean... I mean, he isn't very expensive, but I still think if you get a keeper in who's, who's can, who can get you two clean sheets, like, say, if he has a double game week... Uh, and you don't know how, how long Anik is out. Is it the one game, the two games? So that you could be looking at 14 points just by like making one transfer. If, if you get someone in, it's going to get you two clean, like like the Livy goalie, for example. So Anik, I definitely not not stick, but twist. And who was the other one? Alan Forrest Norrison, who's a better rotation risk. Oh, he's definitely a rotation risk. We spoke about the midfielders like your Robinsons, and that they're, they're all not really, you, you can't 100% predict who's going to start there. The only one that seems to be more nailed on is Mullen. Even, even then, he's been benched pre- he's prior been to benched the cup game. Yeah. Yeah, that's because of the cup game. But I think, I mean, if they've got a cup final coming in a couple of weeks' time, he will be rotating players again coming up to it because they're going to have to keep rest his best 11, I think, over the space of maybe two, or two game weeks, keep them fresh for the final. All right, you're right. See, I was going to suggest the sideways move to Mullen then, but you're right, if they're going to rest, like, if you think he, Martin Day might rest his players again before the final, then he'll probably play someone like Forrest. Mm. It's just when is the final though? It's in game week 30. So that's yep. one, two, two game weeks away. Livy, do they? 
Livy have a double, so that's three games. I would just use the transfer and bring Mullen in for the three games, and then you could still reverse it or bring someone else in yeah, when, more, when he's rested. Yep, yeah, he's more nailed, I suppose. Yeah. And then, don't hang in that game week 30, there'll be no game. So, create a fuse on two or three Livingston players, need to jiggery poke the team, try to get a 11 or at least a decent bench right. out of it. Uh, with Anik, I'm just keeping because I'm not going to play him this double game week because it is Kamarnik and Celtic. Because probably only featuring one of mm-hmm. them, so I'll go back to Marciano because I've gone. I'm assuming this guy has him as a second choice keeper because he's really keeper, cheap. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll bring Anik back in for the next game because it's Aberdeen and Hamlin, so there's a chance of clean sheet against Hamlin. And then the game week after that is also Motherwell and Ross County, both at home, so there's more potentially clean sheets there than other way games. That's my thinking. But I've got Marciano's back up yeah, to bring okay. in anyway, so I have no issue. That's, that's just me personally. I don't know who he has as his second keeper, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's that cheap. That would be his backup keeper. Yeah. Right, and that is us from Twitter. So we'll go to that FPL chat, Gunnar. Just a wee bit before we finish up. Let me get this right. up here. You like this bit? You always do. Right, we'll go to our league, Catholic Fantasy Podcast League. Top three, sitting top is yourself, Gunnar. Los Pimentores. Overall, 1487 points. Jerry Agnew second with 1394. Picnic George is third, 1392. And I'm sitting just by using four, ready to pounce. So, we don't, we'll talk about the game week so far, I suppose. But we've missed because of all the midweek games. It's been a bit nutty with trying to catch the results in the game weeks were split. So, last week, me and Tom kind of discussed a wee bit, but hadn't finished it. There was one game left. So, that was game week 20, I believe. And the scores that week were Peter 58. Tom 63 and Gunnar 62. And then last week, Peter had 75, Tom had 66, and you had 44. You quite a bad game week, Gunnar. You were quite upset last week, quite annoyed. I, I had a shocker there last week, yeah. But this week, before it's finished, we have Peter 66, Tom and 69, Gunnar's 95. So even though the last three, the last two weeks, after the best average, this game week coming up, you are well ahead and you're back up top. So which your game week rank? It's not your game week. What's your game overall rank? My overall rank is 806. So I dropped to 2K overall. I think it was yesterday, uh, just before the game. I'm out of the cup as well. Uh, but yeah, in, into the 1K overall again. Not bad. Can you maintain it? I dropped to 120 from 95. But I think that's to be expected now with it's so tight in the differential players. That, like, example, who is it? Scored yesterday. James scored an assist mm-hmm. and a clean sheet. Not a, a, a uh, Justin, no? Yeah, Justin, sorry, I'm thinking yep. of Justin with a clean sheet and a goal. I just knew that was my, my rank was going to take a, a plummet after that. Do you know the player who I get wrong every week is probably Suchek. So I've benched him for his 15 points. Then I played him for his one point for the last week. And then I benched him again this week where he got nine points. So I still haven't figured him out. I think with Suchek, it's just like your first... I think the tag is he should be like your first sub, shouldn't he be? And just... Don't worry well, about that's it. Why he's, that's why he stayed on the bench for twice, because I didn't it. get anyone on, no. I've seen a few threads on Twitter. People had him for the last six game weeks, and they've benched the wrong weeks, and then had him the right, the other way around, basically, so they just had no points off him. I think you just got a... Unless your team's looking really terrible, it's leave as your first sub. So, predictions for this week. Sorry, going on, let me see. Arsenal United, I got right, three points. Nothing else I got right. Tom got nothing last week. And Gunnar, you got the Arsenal United draw. You used one each for a point for that. Well, for one for a point for that. So as it stands now, we are 25, me, 12, Tom, and Gunnar, six. So the fixture I might predict this week, 
Villa, Arsenal. I've got 2-0 Villa. Tom's got 2-1 Villa. 3-1 Villa. Liverpool City. I've got 1-0 City. Tom's got 3-0 City. What do you think? 2-1 Liverpool. Is that really what you think? Well, after the after the result against Brighton, they need to do something, and they always find it easier. I think for for the bigger games, especially against Pep. I think Klopp is still the the manager who's beat them the most. So, City are definitely in form. It's going to be a tough game, but you know, it's 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 like for you and Tom with the green tinted specs. I got me red tinted specs. You know, so fair enough, fair enough. I need to be able to dig there. And last up, Burnley and Brighton. I went no no. Tom's went one 0 Brighton. I think that's going to be a super boring game. Nil, nil. Okay. So, bring us on to our captains and transfers. So, let's look at the fixtures first. Pick a team. Pick a team. Who's your captain sitting on for the week as it stands? Well, it's a tough one. I have three Liverpool. No, two Liverpool. I've got three City that play in each other. Don't know if I'm going to captain someone there. Just on, on first glance... I'd like to t- stick it on Antonio playing against right. Fulham, but that is, that is probably a bit mad as well. But just, just from the players I have, he, he's the one who sticks out with the easiest fixture. I've got Calvert Lewin who's playing my United, Watkins against Arsenal. I've got the three West Ham against Fulham. So I've got Justin against Wolves. Have you got Fernandez? I do have Bruno, yeah, against Everton. Yeah, he's probably the obvious choice, but I've went the obvious choice as well. Uh, was it this week or last week uh, where I, Bruno only got like the two points? Three points? No, when was that? Game week 20, see, I captained him. He got me four points overall, and that was supposed to be an easy game against Sheffield United as well. It's a hard one this week, actually, looking at it. I mean, there's after Grealish as well, like home against Arsenal. Son against West Bromwich Albion. Now, Son could be an option depending on how he plays tonight. I think I'll wait to see how he plays against Chelsea because I'm... I want to see how they play without Kane. Yeah, they played rubbish last game against Brighton. Then Brighton went on showed they're actually a bit of form since then. That's in 4 1 0 or Trump, I'm sure. Uh, if Son does well tonight, playing against West Brom, I think I might just go for Son because I don't think they'll stand out. Apart from that, it'll probably be Bruno. Yeah, I like the Sun shout. I still have 6.7 million in the bank, so I could upgrade someone like Anguisa to Son. What's the next point? Uh, transfers with the transfers for us going forward. Again, like I say, it's a tough one because I have these, but uh, have so many players involved in this big fixture. I'm, I'm even thinking of taking one of the final line. Yeah, maybe even benching Trent and taking one of the city defenders out, or, or benching them, one of them as well, just to be safe, and then play the West Ham guys against Fulham because I've got Kufal and Suchek. Probably get it wrong with Suchek again, but. <laughs> I'd like to, I'm going to check how long KDB is out still. And then I'd like to upgrade Anguisa because he's just a cheapie and I got the money in the bank. So Grealish or Son are the ones that I've picked out there. Well, I've got two things. I'm either thinking of upgrade a defender. So who have I got? I'm not going to change. I'm going to keep Kinsale on stones. So mm-hmm. I've got holding... Mitchell have brought in to be fifth choice, so he's fine. He's keeping on him. No, he's going to sit on the bench. He'll, he'll be ready to turn out his squad's energy. He's worried about him. So it's Dawson or Holding. I could upgrade to somebody if I wanted to. I was thinking of Kufal. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's no point to more. And obviously, he's a, he's a fullback, so more potentially turns. 
Don't say that Dawson has been a good bit of form and a bit of a bonus point machine. But then maybe if I've, if I now just went right, I've had my bonus points off them, I've had my goals, I've had my clean sheets. Yeah, take me move on. And also, what I'm thinking is maybe Calvert Loon to Ings because it doesn't really matter. I'm waiting for Kane to come back. So, can I just play the whole juggle with the striker to who I think is the best fixture every week? Now, DCL could also score against Man United, but, but I think there's more likely chance that Ings would score against Newcastle. It's just my thoughts going forward. Yeah, uh, I haven't checked the Southampton fix. I mean, they, they probably want to pick themselves up again after that game against my United. That's, I was thinking that as well, yeah. But my United, they might be on a high and maybe underestimating Everton. So uh, I got nine points of Calvert-Lewin there so far this game week. So maybe you can do it again against my United. Then Everton have Fulham after that. And then it's going to be a bit tougher with Liverpool and Chelsea in the next three then. Yeah, but it's a nice idea. Going for Ings there and then once he's back, going for Kane. And what about defensively? If you had my predicament, who would you upgrade to? Well, I have Kufal. I've, I've I've got really good returns from Justin, but if I didn't have him already, I don't I don't know if I'd be bringing him in if I if I if I used the transfer for that. So Kufal, I, I like that thing. Uh, Kufal's the one I was thinking about. It was Kufal or Target, but Kufal, where I've watched him with eye test, I like. I think he's been lucky not to get more assists, and mm-hmm. I think just Dawson Kufal's only point to in it, and I keep the same play for the same team and then just yeah I like, I like West Ham defensively attacking wise and then just stick with that mm-hmm. it's either that or Ings I don't know but they used to you mentioned there after that game they've got Fulham and the decent fixtures and maybe just, uh, just stick with DCL for the time being yeah quite sad to make up right good that is us finished then so we want to get your plugs in I'll start with Tom's first follow Tom at FFS Scout hit him up he's not here to say it this week hit him up yeah I'm at Fantasy Fitball Weekly. Is that right? No, I'm at Fitball Weekly Pod, actually, on Twitter. Doing another podcast with my mate, John. Uh, that usually comes out at the start of the week. We're on another wee break at the minute. I'm going to do the artwork for the cup. We're doing a vice-captain and captain poll on Twitter as well. Uh, so go and check that out. Excellent. You can follow Bruno, like he said. You can follow Tom FFS Scout. You can follow me at Fantasy Half. Keep your... Eyes peeled to Twitter when you'll see the actual draw, who you've got. Like if you're listening to the download the cup game, you already know, but you can see how your route to the final would work out. And again, if you like your podcast, give us a review of what you get it from iTunes or your podcast. And we'll back again. I'm going to assume again, you're on another double game week. We'll talk offline, I think, probably next Thursday until the double game weeks are out of the way. So we can all encompass the fixtures. If that's okay, me and Tom, that's what we'll do. That sounds good. Great, guys. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you later. We'll see you. Goodbye, Gunnar. Goodbye. Goodbye. I was walking down the street when out the corner of my eye I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? But if you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, you're such a sweet young thing, why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said. Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay, I got mouths to feed. There ain't nothing in this world for free. Oh, no, I can't slow down, I can't hold back. Though you know, I wish I could. Oh, no, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Until we close our eyes. Good. Not even 15 minutes later, I'm still walking
the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.